This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're doing Friday shout-outs. If you want to send them in, 877-881-1053. My new friend, Dwight Taylor. That's right. Shout out to Dwight Taylor. Shout out to Eli and everyone who is either celebrating a birthday or interested in getting into sports broadcasting. And then probably the biggest shout out of all is Damar Hamlin. Heck yes. Is he FaceTimed with the Buffalo Bills this morning? Got the tube out and said, love you boys, during Friday's meeting. When something like that happens, in my mind, I'm like, you know how usually somebody will show up like in a really amazing outfit and they're like Bengals by 50 mm-hmm. or whatever, because yeah. it's usually Joe Burrow, is this kind of thing makes me think like the Bills are going to win by 1,700 points. Is this the Rocky moment when Adrian wakes up from her coma? <laughs> win and my favorite what are we waiting for that is my favorite moment in that movie because you can tell Mick's like I know we're in the hospital because your wife's in a coma and we got to sit around but he's like I'm having none of this the second she said that he's like well let's go freaking train already and that moment is amazing Then he does catch the chicken yes and that's why he won I do tear up though when that happens when Adrian wakes up and she says that tear up every time Adrian wakes up Every morning, okay, I'm that's just like, it's just so beautiful. To that see. feels exhausting. The, the um, I this is interesting because there are a lot of guys that were emotionally affected by that moment, Kevin. Like oh, they were sure. li- like seriously emotionally affected, and I wonder how many how many of them were like, I never want to play this game again. I mean, there were people that were just sick watching it on TV. They were like, I don't even know if I can handle this anymore. And I'm not saying like. I, you can be either way on that. But there were guys that were probably questioning uh, whether or not they wanted to continue to play the game anymore. And so hearing that, I do agree. Man, that is a that is a step that you had to get to. To see him speak, huge. And I do wonder where the motivation is from those guys and, and where they are now in their minds of preparation for everything. Because I wonder how did they take a couple days to just, I got to be myself. I got I to gotta be away from it. Or was it, no, it's just business as usual for everybody. I don't know, man. Well, and, you know, it's kind of But it is an awesome moment, Kevin. You're right. You're totally right. Awesome moment. And I do want to pick that conversation back up. And I know we're going to get with Mickey. Maybe it might take just a few more minutes. Do you guys want to do a little Forgiveness Friday? Have a little fun right here? Let's do it. It's also a shout-out Friday from the 817. Shout-out to my wife, Christy, who's been training me at our company all week and likely wants to pull her hair out. I could see that. But also, shout out to her. She agreed to become a Cowboys fan when we got married. 
Would that have been a deal breaker? Like, would you have, if Adrian was like a diehard Eagles fan from Philly? Are you serious right now? Would you have still married her? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would marry her. I love her, dude. She's awesome. I, I like, she'll she's, always I don't think you would have. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think if somehow, some way, she was a diehard Eagles fan, knowing you and your emotions with the Cowboys, I don't think you could handle having a marriage with an Eagles fan. Okay. Like they that went to the Super Bowl, and she's like, in your face! See, Mike, and that's where you might be right. I may have married her. We may have gotten divorced, all right? Like, that might oh, be the thing where she's no. trying to brag around the house, and I'm like, I can't handle this anymore. You might be right about that part of it. But I really don't think that, like, I can't just look at somebody and go, you're a fan of this. I can't be with you. That's just, does that doesn't, that's not how I jive. And man. it would have been really weird There's, after that Super Bowl, Adrian then starts eating poop like all Eagles fans did to celebrate, and then you're still married to her at that point? Like, could you be married to a person who eats poop, and that's what Philadelphia did when they won? That is a real thing. I don't feel like you need to answer that, but if you have an answer. I don't that, have an answer to that okay, at the moment. That's great. Mike. I mean, that, you have to put all the Eagles fans on her. I guess that is I'm not true. not putting anybody on her. That Thanks for that. And thank you to all the impressionable children who well, come see our show. There's the fabulous five you guys have a list of. So. Is, Corey, yes. does Dana White need forgiveness for a variety of things? Because, and this is horribly ironic, okay. all right? It's horrible. I acknowledge that. But the irony is still there is TBS's Power Slap League is going to be delayed a week because Dana White slapped me. his wife. You are kidding no, me. No, that's, it's true. That's it, the reason. What would, uh, oh, yeah. What would have Dana White had to do if that was one of his fighters? See, and that's the thing, is he said to TMZ, it was like a shocking amount of awareness, but it still happened. He goes, I feel like I've been on TMZ multiple times because of idiots slapping around women, and now here I am, and I have no excuse. And I, I, I don't think the follow-up question was, you've cut some of those people. Do you think you should step away? Uh, is somebody from Yahoo, it's Kevin. I, I've always been confused if it's Isle or Eoli. Is He wrote a column, it's time for Dana White to step away from the UFC. I have not heard if those discussions are taking place. I'm honestly a little surprised that the Power Slap League is still going to go ahead, given that it's run by Dana White, who slapped his wife. Like, that just feels like a bad decision in this moment. I don't know if it would ever be, like, suitable for air. Just in this moment, that feels like a really poor decision. Because it's going to start January 18th. Mm -hmm. So, less than three weeks after he slapped his wife, Dana White's Power Slap League is going on a network. That feels like a poor decision. Yeah, I can see that. It's just like it's two guys slapping each other here, right? In the power slap league. And then two women. Uh, boxing should not not happen either, right? Like if, if that's the case. If he's involved in it. He should probably step away from a lot of things. Sure. Like his like sure. his connection to it. That's that's the the main factor there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there there should be a lot of things that he shouldn't be associated with. And then I know we talked about this right before we went off the air yesterday, but I wanted to go back to the Chris Beard situation. Then we can have more fun in Forgiveness Friday, yeah, I promise. Oh, that's some fun. Is 
you pointed this out to me is that Chris Beard and his attorney had sent a letter mm -hmm. to the University of Texas when it looked like they were going to fire him. And this is one of the part of the response. Your letter this morning reveals that Mr. Beard does not understand the significance of the behavior he knows he engaged in or the ensuing events that impair his ability to effectively lead our program. This lack of self-awareness is yet another failure of judgment that makes Mr. Beard unfit to serve as head coach of, at our university. Because you might think on the one hand is like, well, they put that statement out because he allegedly strangled his wife. And that might be true. But really, that statement came out because I think there's $35 million in the balance left on his contract. Yep. And if they say you got fired for cause, they don't got to pay you any of that. Yeah, Broda said that yesterday, didn't he? Yeah. He was like, look, if they owe you millions of dollars, they will go find more dirt. Yeah. And, like, I don't even think you should have to. I know Chris Beard already apparently successfully convinced his fiance to change her story. After the fact, yeah, there are a lot of answers from her story that like don't answer anything. Yes. You're like, hold on. There are lots of things, lots of holes in your theory here. Now, if you want to do something more fun, do people, this is an honest question. Do people who still have their Christmas decorations up need to ask for forgiveness? I need to ask for forgiveness. Oh, my. I'm seriously asking, like, is there so, a cutoff point? We've done everything in the house. Has been gone since December 29th, I believe, is when we got all that done. Uh, but outside, I still haven't taken down the, I call it garland. I know there's more to it, like around the door to yeah. enter. And then the lights, please forgive me, I'm not going on the roof and right. doing that. I paid for them to be put up sure. which means also you know to be taken down and he hasn't do they still go on yeah they're okay. on my wife's app uh okay. so she just would need to just put off you know and, and turn them off but um i like christmas lights so much i don't mind them going on because i just like looking at them still you and adrian gosh so oh. but i do need to, to take down up. the wreath probably or the garland, because mm -hmm. it's not just a circle thing. And the, um, what about the the massive Santa Claus that's getting into the chimney and the reindeer that are out in the front yard? I the don't live have reindeer. that, but I will tell you, one <laughs> oh, of my no. goals in life is to have the exact house that uh, Clark Griswold had. Are you serious? And part of that is getting that Chris the the Santa with the reindeer yeah. that he chops all the antlers yeah. off when he gets mad and yes. kicks Santa and everything. But I do want that. Uh, for in my life at some point, I would love to have that and put that in my front yard. Can your can your house? Does it have no. the wattage? No, no, no? not okay. even. Close. <laughs> they have to flip the nuclear <laughs> switch. I tried to light up a tree, and it and it shut down everything. Oh no! Now apparently, a lot of people are saying there are rules on this, and I I have heard speculation. From the 817, you're supposed to take your tree down 12 days after Christmas. Another person said, from the 985, Christmas decorations stay up until January 6th, King's Day. I believe that is uh, that is today. From the 817, no, it's still Christmas until Epiphany this Sunday. And then another person just said, I've had a weird schedule. I can't take him down this weekend. I'm not saying you need forgiveness. I'm asking. January 6th is King's Day, mm -hmm. where kings don't have to be voted in. Uh-huh. And Nope. Then, nope. Oh. Okay, I'll stop my sentence there. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Is I So here's my deal. I told Adrian in the house, or uh, outside of the house, I had to take everything down. I had it all out down on the 30th. 
Okay. I get it. I also got I'm very, very like sick that. that day and like was in the in the bed for the rest you of the day. You pretended to be sick no, so you wouldn't very, have to do Christmas takedown. Oh, um, I took everything down outside and then inside I said, that's all you. This is all, I will sure. take the tree out of the house, but wow. everything else, you put it up, you take it down. Women work in the house, men work out the house. And then is I explained to her, her, then I explained Please, to her, no. Mike, I said, well, this, that was the physical labor, you know, the, yeah. but the, I explained to her in that moment <laughs> that it is bad luck to have your Christmas tree and decorations up after, uh, after New Year's. It's bad luck. Yeah, it's bad luck. And I Googled it, too, and somebody said that, that it is a legend. Somebody? Yeah. That does not sound like a reputable was, source. I'm sure of some, like, People magazine Somebody had Huff to put Post. up the website. Yeah. Computers can't Damn, do it It could have been own. on Fox News. Who knows? Humans the, have to hit the buttons. From the 817 for now, my HOA says the 8th. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen that in one of my HOAs. That, oh, you're in an HOA? I, this time, no. Before, we were. But it says they have to be down on the 8th or else they fine you? Did or? you ever meet the person in charge of the HOA that would like walk around? What's and- the vote of people that like being in an HOA? What do you think? Is it 50-50? Like, I like being in my HOA. I feel like it skews more negative, probably. Are you in an HOA, Corey? Plano West doesn't have them. I'm not in Plano West. I'm in Plano, Plano's middle. Uh, Plano Wildcats. Plano's, yeah. I'm a, we would be Wildcats. That would be the thing. Do yeah. the Wildcats not have HOAs? I just laid back, man. I love, I love I the don't area. Know if all of Central Plano does not have HOAs. There's an HOA a little north of me. Yeah, I'm like right in the middle. So. Text in to that auto. Uh, what is it? Truckwreck.com. Truckwreck.com uh, text and thing. Text. And. Say, do you, you got like, so many parts of that statement wrong. Do you like uh, your HOA or not? Okay, Here, here's somebody. Here's I'm not somebody specific, but anybody out there who has an ex and you've moved on, and you think and you keep saying that everything's better where you've moved on to, and it's so much cooler, yeah. And you get to do whatever you want to do with this new person that you've moved on to. Get over the last person and stop talking about them. Whoa. Just move on. Keep, keep their names out of your mouth. You don't need to. You moved on from them. Yeah. Then why do you keep talking trash about them? Move on with on. your life. Be a bit. Be something else than what you used to be. Don't be garbage. Move on with your life. You decided to move on. You wanted to go to do something bigger and better. Move on with your life and stop talking trash about the people that you used to be with. Okay. Just in in general. HOA's winning two to zero right now on the Twitch. Oh, all right. There's a lot of people who <laughs> well, are still winning. HOA's winning right now. Well, <laughs> they like their HOA. Okay. Because I can't say fa- his whole person's name, but he says, I love my HOA just because and then snapped eighteen says he loves his HOA or her. I don't know what Because is. in the fan text, people are still breaking down the specifics of King's Day and everything like that. By the way. I do not want to grant this person forgiveness right now. Is do you think Vince McMahon deserves forgiveness for going hostile takeover yesterday back on the WWE? What did he do? He's did he dress back. up with the mask and everything and the furry face? He and everybody was like, is it Edge or is it the No. Okay. No. He did not wrestle, but he owns the most voting shares of stock. And so he was like I'm bringing back two of the old co-presidents, and we're installing ourselves as in charge of this company. And he said- The Hulkster? He said, no, brother. Is He said the reason is their media rights are about to pop up. And he said the only person who could either negotiate their media rights 
or negotiate a sale of the company is Vince McMahon. And he said if anything happens without him, he'll block it. Wow. So whether it's like extending TV contracts or selling the company or whatever, he said, I'll block it. But I'm coming back to help sell the company or get new media rights. And he's like, but I promise I won't interfere with the product or anything else like that. And all of wrestling Twitter is like, I mean, but he's a liar. So he probably will yeah, ruin the company Yeah, he again. is definitely a liar. I mean, you've seen it, Kevin. I've, I have seen you've it. You've been a wrestling fan. and again. For ages. Time and again. Eons, if you will. Quick question, Corey. Yes, I did move on from Garland. No, not that. When people say the rant feels very personal, is somebody still talking trash about you? Uh-huh. You know what? I need to know more about you, Kevin. Not necessarily. What would you, what would you like to know? I know that I represent Duncanville. Mm-hmm. Corey represents Brian Adams. Right. I'm sorry. Do you represent Garland? Is that what high school you went to? I went to, to North, North Garland. Garland. My North son Garland. goes to Garland. Okay. So you're a red, white, and blue, and your son is black and gold. I Red and black. Is red and North Garland. Is red, white, and blue is Lakeview Centennial oh, and or that's South. South Garland. Yeah. I thought, so I thought Lakeview was yellow. I thought they had yellow. Yeah, involved. maybe yellow Lakeview is yellow. So you represent North Garland. Correct. Okay. And Duncanville and Brian Adams. Yeah, East Dallas. Our cheerleading team used to be really good. Eastfield College, Richland College. I went to both of them. And by the way, the fan text is. And UNT, right? And UNT, yes. Heavily against. I feel like everybody who's against HOA, those most of them just aren't in them. Yeah, that's but, fine. Well, and this people one, that are in HOAs, a lot of people are like, I don't like my jackass neighbor, or I don't like having well, a boat or whatever that is in my view. That's fine. I have my property that I worry about. Everybody else's property, unless you're blowing your leaves on my property. Can't enough people in an HOA vote out the HOA? Ooh, like if let's say seventy five percent of people don't like the HOA in their HOA, why can't you say I want to have a vote on if we should have an HOA or not? Man, I want to see a vote of no confidence in the HOA. I think that would be incredible. Uh, last vote of no confidence was the Emperor <laughs> from Star Wars. Yeah. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on one hundred five three. The fan coming up next this time. We will talk with our Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola and start filling out those squares for Dallas Cowboys bingo. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan right now. Brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. Here's our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you guys. Well, we're going to have some questions for you, but we also need your assistance along oh, the no. way. Is we started doing Cowboys bingo 
last week, and we drew up an actual bingo card and put some fun, potentially preposterous things on the Cowboys bingo card. Is there anything that you want or need to see in the game that should be on our Cowboys bingo card? In this coming game, in right? In this game, yes. It is a game-by-game proposition. Uh, I need to see just what they're going to do at the other cornerback position. So, Deron Bland plays the whole game. Hold on, hold on. What do you mean by that? What? what do you well, mean? you got to have three. Yeah. yeah. We know two for sure. Are, are you? Are we committed to bland on the outside right now i but then who's in the slot that's yeah that's kind of where that's I was my going. question right, gotcha. who's the third corner okay because we've moved right it kelvin joseph um uh, uh mckenzie alexander nashawn wright and then mccarthy talked today about looking at every possibility available Whoa. so is Trayvon Mullen in the mix because I think he's the only other potential guy because we've seen Nashawn Wright. Did I mention? I yeah. mentioned yeah. Wright. Yeah. Uh, and so now do they take a look at Mullen? Have we felt like Nashawn Wright is moving in the right direction? Yeah, but they're still, you know, I know he got the interception, right? But he also had a couple big plays against them. Yeah. So are you settled? And, and so that's my question. Are they settled there or are they going to look at someone else? Ooh. Deron Bland's in, right? Yeah. I got no problem. And I got no problems with him playing outside. But then when they go to nickel, who's playing inside? Because he's been pretty good inside. So if he goes inside, who's playing outside? Has, I, I kind of sound like I'm double talking. Here, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> has Joseph... Done, has Joseph done anything positive in, from like from, from cornerback position? For, yeah, and from beginning to like from where he started into where we are right now. I mean, from a cornerback, I I just don't think he's ready. And not everybody's ready the first or second year. Yeah. I get it, right? Uh, but I, I I mean I don't think we've seen him go back out there, have we? No. Uh, maybe if there was an emergency, one play or two plays. Um, so I don't think they go back that direction. Uh, and you know, if you look at some of the other guys, at least they've played in the league and, and you know, they got three or four years in. Um, so that would be, I don't know if that's on your bingo card or not, but that would be on mine. Your face, Kevin. I mean, I support that mm-hmm. is last week we put a DeMarcus Lawrence sack on there. Do you think we should again? I know he's been limited as listed. Listed as limited, there we go. But how do you think he's held up and played given his foot and leg ailments? At a Pro Bowl level? Yeah. I mean, he's in the Pro Bowl, right? So I got no problems with him. Uh, You know, it's not always about the sacks. Sometimes your defensive end, you know, needs to make tackles, and and he certainly does that. And he's put pressure. Uh, He just – I mean – the, that would be my next one. Is is our sacks on that on that bingo card? We're just yeah. They whatever your imagination can fathom, we can put on the bingo. I mean, card. think about it. The, they've the past what four games? They got three sacks, and in two of the games they zeroed out. So uh, you had. I just did this in the first 
uh, 12 games, they had 47 sacks. Wow, so like four So games? four a game. Yeah. And in the last four games, they've had an average of one sack. All right. So I need that to pick up. So uh, if, and it would be nice if you did it in this last game against the quarterback that hasn't taken a snap in the NFL. And, you know, we didn't get the opportunity to talk about that a lot yesterday or the day before is we asked Jerry, like, is there any inherent disadvantage going up against a rookie quarterback and there's not NFL film on him? Do you think in the scouting process you immediately revert to the college film when getting ready for Sam Howell? Preseason and okay. college film, okay. yes, yeah. yeah. And so you got to take into consideration the guy ran for 112 yards last year at North Carolina. Look at that. Is that impressive to you? Dude, that's a lot of yards. Okay. I mean, I, I was shocked. Well, and in one game or just well, yeah, the it, whole year? The whole season. Oh, okay. But that's a thousand yard, almost a thousand yard rusher in college yeah. as your quarterback. And he had 11 rushing touchdowns. So, Yeah. Now the year before, I think he only ran for 200 yards, but I I, uh, I had it explained to me that they had two 1,000 yard rushers uh, <laughs> the, the season before, so they didn't need him to run. Yeah. But when those guys left, he ended up being you know do I was told they just he was willing to do whatever he needed to do to move the football, and he because I, I was thinking he was a guy that just slung it around, um, but he, you know so now you got to take you know that aspect into your preparation you know will they run him they got nothing to lose because if he gets hurt you know you got nine months to get healthy um before the next season so um you know and 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 again you're playing a team that, that you know they got nothing to lose right yeah uh don't I, tell I, ron rivera but you're yeah, right right yeah, uh, and as uh, mccarthy answered the question it was like you know from from the beginning without any of this you know factored in Rivera's pretty uh, aggressive offensively, and Jack Del Rio's pretty aggressive defensively. So, you know, I'm guessing a lot of blitzes. Um, they got nothing to lose. Um, going forward on fourth down, why not? What do I got to lose, right? Onside kicks, fake punts, whatever. Um, so this is a, a, a difficult game to get ready for. Uh, knowing that you're playing, and I've seen this before, when you're playing somebody that got not a thing to lose. Yeah, no, planning is definitely a a, def, a different situation there. I am curious the there this question like spans a lot of areas. Mickey oh. Brian Robinson hasn't been great, uh, efficient. I mean, he's like three about three yards a carry the last two games, but he had a stretch where he was in that five range, and. I claim that he should be comeback player of the year. Kevin says that can't happen, and I disagree with it because he was shot, Kevin. It's, I'm he just saying it's shot. against NFL and rules. Now he's playing football what to this get year. shot? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely yeah. not against NFL rules. No, that they they said by the letter of law. Oh, I see. He's it would be it would be next year. Yes, right. I got you. But yeah. I, but the, the, that being said, the their running game is is their running game effective enough to like to do what a lot of other teams have been doing against the Cowboys. In the, well, the he has DNP'd both days already this week, so I don't know what the chances are that he plays. 
And I also see where Antonio Gibson he went on the injured it, reserve. was put on injured yeah. reserve. So when I look at their depth chart right here, the next guy up is Jonathan Williams. And I think he gave the Cowboys problems the first time around, if I remember. He had, he, he, I mean, he had some carries too. So from a running standpoint, you know what? I, I think Mike McCarthy said, yeah, you know, let, let, let's all that, all that stuff happen. Stress us out so we get ready for the playoffs. We get something to practice against that maybe we're not good at. Did you know, Mickey, that Jonathan Williams went to Allen High School? I think I did know that. Now that you brought it up, I wouldn't have thought it on my own. We might have to get to a less positive Allen High School football story later in the show, <laughs> but that was just a note for you. Look yeah, very right good. There. Yeah, and, and so... Uh, you know, all the things I just talked about, what could happen, uh, and, and, and McCarthy was welcoming it. You know, it's like, okay, stress us out uh, and, and gives us an opportunity to see things uh, that we probably need to work on. So I'm sure he's saying, okay, you know, what are we doing at that cornerback position? Throw at it. Let me see, uh, you know, how I can, you know, plug that in. Go ahead and run on us. Uh, and then the other thing would be, Okay, and, and how's my new alignment on the offensive line working? Uh, yeah. you know, am I, am yeah. I solid at left tackle uh, with Peters and Ball over there? Um, or do I have to consider something else? So it's almost like a great experiment. You know, where everybody says, well, you just sit everybody and rest them. No, you got to work on things. It, it, this is almost like, you know, a free test here to, to experiment uh, what we're going to do the following week. Uh, assuming you have to play, right, and every, all the chips, you know, fall your way and you get a bye in the first round. Yeah, we'll call it the chapter review. That's what we'll call it. Instead of a Ooh. test, it's like a chapter review. Yeah, that's, okay. that, that's good. I'm going to write that down and steal it, by <laughs> oh, the way. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm happy to contribute. Do I have to put a footnote here? If yes. You want, if you want. Corey Majors Corey contributed, Majors contributed <laughs> yes. to this story. I like that. I would love to see that. Is All right, Mickey, you know how this works. Yeah. It's time for a prediction. So I always tell you, I always think of the numbers when I first wake up on right. Friday, right? Uh, 30-13 Cowboys. Man, that's a great number. I'm loving that number today. A lot of threes out yeah, there. I do, huh? yeah. I like, yeah. I like the Cowboys at 30 points and not giving up two touchdowns. I'm good with that. Or maybe one touchdown or no touchdowns and a couple safeties and field goals. Uh, yeah. Huh. That yeah. can get you to 13, can I it? Absolutely. It can. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that. I have 31 17. All right. Okay. So no arguments there. That. Yeah, that's good. Oh, Mike's here. Good. I'm glad to hear from you. <laughs> he was studying up. For he was Mike getting ready for yeah. baseball stuff. I was trying to figure stuff, out right? how to sell all these NFTs I don't want from the Dallas <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, with that, we will bid you adieu. Okay. Goodbye, and Mickey. talk to you on uh, Monday that's morning. Right. And we're going to assume it's one way or another. It's playoff Number one seed. week, right? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm going to assume. Number one seed. All righty. Bye, Mickey. Right, See ya. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Kevin, you mentioned this earlier uh, that the Bengals are kind of in this, hey, what about us uh, mode? Sure. Ben Baby tweeted out, this is Bengals coach Zach Taylor on the proposed playoff chances or changes. Quote, it seems like there's positives for a lot of teams and negatives for us. And then pointed out that somebody, nobody's really advocating for on Cincinnati's behalf since it's certainly not happening for the like the rest of the league's not doing it. Yeah. Cincinnati's the only one that's kind of in their own boat right now. I will say this. 
I was leaning towards Monday before that game happened, working here with Reggie. I was leaning towards, I think Cincinnati's going to win, and I'm going to, I don't know if going out on a limb is a big deal for probably the number two seed, but I was going to lean towards Cincinnati's going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. They're going to get that home field over Buffalo, beat them in the divisional round. They're the kryptonite to Kansas City. They're going to figure out a way to beat Kansas City, and Kansas City's not playing great going into the playoffs. And I do think the best teams are in the AFC over the NFC, so I will pick Cincinnati to win it all. If Cincinnati ends up being the three seed, which looks likely to happen, we have to see how everything plays out. But if it's like, I think it will be tough to go to Buffalo in the divisional round, beat Buffalo there, then go to Kansas City and beat them there. Now, We'll see what happens, but it makes it tough for me to pick Cincinnati to accomplish those things. And if it, it's tough, too, if you're the Bengals, whether it was their member of the competition committee or Zach Taylor, to go out there and, like, really make a bigger fuss about it, isn't it? Like, yeah. you're like, let's play the game. Like, you can't right. go down that route. And I I, I hear... What they're uh, I hear what they're saying about that, but we'll see. Jerry said by the end of the hour, he thought the vote would be up. Yeah, because it it appeases a lot of the, the majority. Yeah, uh, rather than you know t- saying, hey, well, what about these guys? How can we help them? It would be nice if they can find some way uh, to to help them out. And, but I don't know, man. It d- doesn't seem like that appeases the majority. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy, a Dak Milestone Insight Sunday, plus all the updates on that aforementioned AFC playoff picture. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Hopefully they're not in fourth and eight try it again territory. Oh, they jump the neutral zone. Free play. Prescott deep to the middle. Caught. Lamb for a first down. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. It's top. We're going to get to that Dak milestone as we go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip. With NFTs. <laughs> as Mike is having his NFT fire sale. Yeah. There's a couple things. The vote is, Jerry told us, the vote is happening right now. There is word out there that the owners are able to amend the proposal for the AFC playoffs, but Jerry told us he thinks it will go kind of how we thought. So it is, I I would think it would be more complicated if you didn't bring it up yesterday, Corey, but since you brought it up yesterday and the idea that there could be a neutral site AFC championship game, I was like, okay, I believe I understand. So essentially it would go like this, a 14 and three chiefs team, Versus a 13-3 and Bills team in the AFC Championship game would be a neutral site. 13-4 and Chiefs against 12-4 and Bills, neutral site. So essentially, if the Bills are one win behind Kansas City and they play in the AFC Championship game, that would be a neutral site game. Same thing if the 13-4 and Chiefs, which that would necessitate them losing this weekend, play against the 12-4 and Bengals, neutral site would be possible. I think the potential issue that maybe the Bengals have with this is there is no neutral site if the Bills play the Bengals. In the AFC Championship game. Or at all. Or at all. In the playoffs. That's not cool. Assuming the Bills still have a one-game better record because they're like – basically they're saying neutral site would come into play with teams that don't didn't play the same amount of games. And if you're the Bengals – 
I do get how you look at that and you're like, hey, if we finish that game and win that game, we could have a home game. Host that. Yeah. Yeah. And then a whole new set of problems is if the Bengals potentially lose this weekend and the Ravens win, you could see the possibility for a neutral site wild card game or a neutral site playoff game between the Bengals and the Ravens, which I'm sure annoys them as well. I just, the neutral site thing I get for the Super Bowl, I just think you get a dead environment. I I know that they're going to try to maybe put it in between both cities. But let's just say they played the Bengals versus the Ravens at AT AT&T Stadium. Do we care? No. If... If you're going like, like it's, I care, but right, it's not the it's, same. And it's not the same. Right, you're going to go and you're just going to kind of watch the game. Yeah. You're going to have it's and I get people will travel, but it's still just it's going to have a dead environment in, in, in where you want playoff environment to be crazy. I and do, uh, let I, me, let me backtrack real quick because it's about that in that specific scenario. Uh, excuse me. I believe if Baltimore defeats uh, Cincinnati, or if they, they play in the wild card round, they'll actually do a coin toss for that. So neutral site the rest of the way, but they would do a coin toss for that, which again, if you just went off of winning percentage, there's no way Baltimore can surpass Cincinnati this week. And I think that's another reason they're annoyed. Sorry, Corey. I just wanted to throw that out there. I think I've got that. I got that part incorrect. No, but still, with. even neutral site for Cincinnati, Cincinnati Buffalo at AT and T yeah. Stadium. It's like, yeah. Well, I kind of would want to go because what a great matchup. But it wouldn't be but, the same. And I did yeah. see the Detroit it's like the World Series here. Detroit's Ford Field was pulled because they are doing, I believe they're doing a uh, a turf replacement there. And so, yeah. like, they can't do it there. But, Mike, what would be – you lived up there for a little bit. Right. What would be somewhere, a neutral site that could maybe host it between there? Because you do want travel to be as little as possible for both of those teams. And I would – I'm thinking, is Philadelphia a place? But they're hosting. So, they're – I mean, the options the thing are too different. Is how much you can't ruin a grass – like, if, if Philadelphia is playing – their games, you don't want to do it on natural grass because they could tear up that field for the next game happening yeah. a day or two later. So you have to find AstroTurf. How much do you care about it being indoors versus well, both, the elements? Both of those teams would be outdoor teams. Right. So I would say that that's kind of out the window there. I would say either one of those would have been an outdoor situation. So I just wonder, is neutral Cleveland, site. Is Cleveland a good place? Because that is in, bu- they Buffalo and Cincinnati, hosting. that's yeah. probably the best in between. So it's, probably, it's a three-hour drive pretty much both ways. We should find out soon if any amendments were made to this. Like, if I'm the Bengals, the number one amendment I'm fighting for is no coin toss with the Ravens if something were to go sideways for them this weekend. is like, we have the better winning percentage. Go off of that. We get the home game. What if all three teams met on the field at the same time? Look, clearly the wrestling aspect in me wants to see that. I don't understand logistically how that would work at all. Would you draft from one of the teams? I think teams? you just I do don't two know. fields. Okay. Uh, and you just lay them in like a cross across each other. Sure. And then they have to just kind of play through. You know okay. what I mean? If that is a proposal, I would 100% watch that. But the couple of other things, I want to go to Buffalo first, is this is Josh Allen talking about what he expects. Cut number one right here. This is Josh Allen talking about what he expects on Sunday. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of three jerseys, three signs. Um, it'll, it'll be, I'm sure it'll be a little surreal uh, to be obviously at home 
last week of the season. Um, obviously, there's some stuff that we need to still talk about as a team and get through, but going to have a good good week of practice. The last couple of days have obviously been tough, but they've been better, and we just got to keep moving forward. Not surprisingly, Sean McDermott added he uh, expects it to be very emotional. I'm, I guess I'm giving away a little bit of my, uh, you know, betting against Bassick is I'm staying away from the Buffalo game because I just idea. have no clue. I they could win by twenty, they could lose by ten. Like, I just I don't know emotionally. They yeah. could be so engaged. We see the best Buffalo team for a five week stretch, yeah. and they they win the championship. Or we could see a team that struggles to really focus and concentrate. I lean towards that they're going to be very motivated, but I just don't know. So I'm staying away from how do I think Buffalo's going to play this weekend? Yeah, no, I, I think that is very, very fair. I'm kind of curious. It's not the same degree, but I'm curious about Cincinnati yeah. as, uh, as well and also curious to see how the rest of this plays out is – there, this is a positive thing that the Bills were saying yesterday is when they were getting the more positive updates about DeMar Hamlin, they said it eased some of the pain and some of the tension. And I have to, ima- I have to imagine him jumping in on FaceTime was, if that game was today, I would say the Bills win by 35 points. You know, just because like he pops on, he's like, I love you guys. And I just imagine the like, you're like, I can literally run through a brick wall. But something somebody brought up yesterday, I have a positive update about that as well. T. Higgins said that he had a good conversation with DeMar Hamlin's mom. He said, it was just telling me that she's thinking of me, praying for me, and things like that. Telling me he's okay, all the good positive stuff. Which... It got brought up is like if you're T Higgins, not that you should, because I do not think you should whatsoever. But you have idiots like I think Bar Scott was like, he did that on purpose. Is he probably feels like a piece of trash. And this is Damar Hamlin's mom calling him or them talking and saying, It's not your fault. Yeah. yeah. And doesn't every NFL player want to show physicality on every play? Sure. I get there's times where like it's just not smart to do it right here, but T. Higgins played football. Like, there was nothing illegal about that. There was nothing that when watching that, I mean, my son did say, well, I can't do that. That's why I can't play football. I can't search out contact the way that NFL players search out contact. Yeah. Like, Bart Scott probably made a 1,000 tackles in his career. I'm just going to assume a 1,000. I bet 20% of them he tried to be as violent as possible on the play, he didn't try to kill the person or create a heart attack or create a concussion or create paralyzation during it, but there could have been in it because it is a violent sport. And so I, I do find that weird that a person who played football I'm with you. would say something like that, knowing how many times you try to show your physicality in a game. And go ahead. I'm looking at the world map right now, Kevin. Okay. Actually, the map of the United States. Oh, for neutral site games? And it is between Cleveland and Pittsburgh that are, they're almost, they're very equidistant, if you will, uh, between the two cities. So, like, those would be my options for Cleveland or Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. I think those are. So, that was different than the topic that y'all were discussing. No, no, but that is a, that's good to know. And neither one of those are in the playoffs. Pittsburgh could still make it, but obviously they would not host anything. Now, this was a really interesting thing because when we were talking about T. Higgins, we were talking about mental health yes. yesterday. Is somebody asked 
Sean McDermott about how his mental health was. And he said, again, this isn't about me, but I appreciate you asking. I'm human just like anybody else. And there's been moments as we just had that it overwhelms you. And it's come up more than a couple of times for me at different points this week. So like anybody else, I need to be able to have enough self-awareness to know when I need a break and when I need to seek out a counselor. I think it's important to know that is not a sign of weakness. If anything, it's a sign of strength. And people out there need to know that. I thought that was a really, this is a really great question by Josh Reed, but a great response from Sean McDermott as well. And I think that's why we do so much discussion about mental health and about NAMI North Texas is, and I talk about talking doctor, is it's not a sign of weakness to say, I'm not okay and I can't figure this out, you know? There's a, I've told you I've been watching the Coach Prime series. Yes. There is a player on the team named Nugget. Okay. And he, they, they're, they're. Whenever I tell you that I think that they give a good, like, a more honest assessment of some of these kids, he says, uh, "Nugget is one of those guys that he can't get out of his own his own head. He he is locked up there a lot of times. And there is a moment in practice where he makes a play that he should have made, and the trainer walks up and she says, "Hey, what's going on with you in mentally right now?" And he says, "I need therapy." Uh, yeah. and, and he's like, I, my, my cousin's friend got shot and, this week and it's ripping me up, you know, and it's like, there, there are things that we don't know how to process or we had something traumatic happen and we haven't really addressed it yet or didn't know how to address it then. And maybe you need to unlock it a little bit now. Everybody can, can say, Hey, I, I need a little bit of help every once in a while. For Dak Prescott, he can get to 25,000 yards on Sunday, right passing. Right now, he's, I guess for his career, I should say, he can reach that mark on Sunday. He will not throw for 25,000 yards on Sunday. Says I'm very you. confident. Yes, says me. <laughs> is He's at 24,815. Again, uh, there it is. Put on the bingo card. <laughs> is So he's 185 yards away from reaching that in what would be his 97th game. That would tie him with Jared Goff. Kurt Warner, and Peyton Manning for the third fastest ever. The only two faster than him, Dan Marino did it in 92 games, and Matthew Stafford did it in 90 games. Of course, Patrick Mahomes is going to obliterate that record as he should hit it in the next three or four games, and he's played 79 games. So he'll probably hit it at 82 or 83. Wow. And so he will destroy so all. Dak and Dak and Mahomes are pretty much the same guy then. Uh, you know, if you wanted to compare him to Peyton, they'd be at the same number okay. of games. Right. Winning means everything. I get winning the whole thing. Tom Brady winning seven is the greatest quarterback of all time. And Joe Montana going four for four is the second greatest quarterback of all time. And almost everybody's kind of yep. way is – what if Patrick Mahomes does make the AFC championship game? He would be five for five in making the final four. I think that would be absolutely incredible. I still remain impressed by that. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, Cowboys win because Cowboys lose because. Send in your answers as well as those shout-outs. 877-881-1053. We'll do it next on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.